Thanks for downloading The Nightcap Series 2, sponsored by Guzborn. More on them later when we grab ourselves a drink. And for the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can support the pod on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the nightcap, where we are giving away signed menus from Paul's Michelin star restaurant. As well as that, we've got an exclusive opportunity to come and have a meal at Salt before sitting in on a season three recording. That's patreon.com forward slash the nightcap. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap, life behind the Michelin star, a late night lock-in here where some of the best chefs in the country candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. It's episode six of series two and right now as always I'm sat upstairs at Salt Restaurant in Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home in the heart of Warwickshire. It's, you alright? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you a little fly in your drink. Kind of fly in that drink. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's 10 o'clock at night. Service is wrapping up downstairs. Let me introduce myself and what the hell we're all doing here. My name's Simon Alexander. I'm a podcaster, producer, and daytime cooking show contestant. To my left, playing host, Michelin star head chef of Salt, Mr. Paul Foster. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, yeah good, mate. Thanks. And our guest today is an award-winning cheesemaker, food writer, and host of one of the UK's biggest food and music festivals, Big Festival. He's also the bassist in Blur, but we don't care about that here. It's Mr. Alex James. <laughs> oh, How you doing, I'm mate? I'm so full of oh. incredibly wonderful food. That was completely and utterly delicious. Well, Thank you so much. Good, my pleasure. What were your highlights tonight? Oh, well, we've already discussed the barbecued mayonnaise. Yeah, That's the oh, the bonfire mayonnaise. We had that last week. Didn't yeah, we? did, yeah. yeah. That's sensational. Um, the, uh, the the lamb with the smoke row, that's just a crazy combination. But yeah. it's absolutely, just texturally, just just exquisite. Um, that, that was just, just I'm, I'm aghast. I, I bow <laughs> Good, to you, man, sir. That means Thank a you lot. very Thank much. You. Oh, mate, that's beautiful. Yeah, I was going to ask how dinner was, and it's always nice because people come up here with just the warm glow <laughs> on their face and the, just sort of sense of contentment. Um, do you come to, like, fancy places much? Do you go out to Michelin-style restaurants, or is this a real treat? Absolutely. Um, I've always spent <laughs> far more money than I should on <laughs> eating. Like even, like even when Blur were living in squats and like had no money at all, food I was just, a priority. Like, food, there was always yeah. there was always some nice cheese in, in the fridge. Wow! So that's um, it started early doors even when you had um, no money. Yeah. Well, my, grand, my 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 first job was actually working for my granddad, who was a chef. Like. Uh, um, uh, I just, I just loved working. I was making the breakfast is is bed and breakfast. Were you? Yeah. Oh, wow. I from just what, like, what age? From that? like that'd be, be illegal now. I was like seven. Wow, <laughs> 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 uh, well, start me young. But I was, I was really because I mean, it's, it's it's incredible how the culinary landscape has changed in this country. Like in in the last, even in the last 20, 20 years, you mm. know, back. We, we're still really recovering from rationing um, yeah, sure. when, when I was a kid back in the 70s. I mean, it's incredible to think bacon was rationed that until like 1956 or something. I, this, yeah, I it's about to think anything was. Like, it's, everything's so available nowadays. Yeah. I remember mm. watching um, like things like Jonathan Ross back when he was on BBC One and Parkinson's. And stuff. I remember it was a theme of when American guests were on, they would tease us about our food. 
that was a thing. <laughs> that was a no, massive. absolutely. Was um, yeah, huge. They always tease us, like, all the food's rubbish over here, but we won't talk about that. That came up in every chat show. And no, no, no it, was, it, was, it was it was global, I think. You know, the, 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 the French and the Spanish have been sort of smirking about <laughs> stodgy, brown, yeah. <laughs> bland, beige food, yeah. yeah. That's how my... But, I, no, but, but now, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely believe that... Um, British food is the is there's there's more happening there's more innovation there's there's the, the, it's 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 the most exciting place in the world bar nowhere um I, I, for, for for food now and the, couldn't agree more the the, the 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 best cheeses the best champagnes that are as good as the best champagnes anywhere and if you you know when I was a kid the thought of being able to to go to to Stratford and and have barbecue mayonnaise and, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right when you say um, it like that yeah um. So it's yeah, it's it's so you know I've, I've actually been re- really lucky. Like that, the nineties was was kind of like the hey, the, 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 the a great sort of heyday of that. It was like the last years of rock and roll, really. And I think since <laughs> since music's become free, <laughs> the music industry's kind of it's 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 a very different place. But so somehow inadvertently, I seem to have found myself in another world that's kind of at its apotheosis now you know this this the, the food the, chefs genuinely are the new rock stars you know i think, I think, I think so if, right. if you want yeah. to be in a band yeah. now you've got to get up really early and start tweeting your followers and instagramming <laughs> yeah. breakfast. but you know i think if, if chefs are literally telling everyone to shove it having it away buying we're going to come on to that a little bit more in a minute but coming up on today's podcast we're going to be talking about food festivals demoing on stage and presenting in front of crowds we'll be talking to Alex about his award winning cheese and what <laughs> Michelin star food is like from the punter's perspective as well as that the usual stuff boiling point where we'll tell some stories of the real heat of the kitchen and the dressing rooms in this case and to finish some home cooking hacks and myths for you to take away but before we get into the meat of it all this is a nightcap so let's grab a glass we are delighted to have Gus Bournes on board paired with us for series two of the nightcap and they've kindly sent us a range of world-class wines from their estate in Kent and we've opened a different bottle every episode this bottle we've had before but we're we having have, it yeah. differently tonight aren't we what, yeah what we, we, we had this I think it was on the Paul Ainsworth one so it's the Gus Bourne Blanc de Blanc 100% yeah. Chardonnay absolutely stunning sparkling wine we, we've had it on the list here for a while but I, I just challenged my guys to make a little cocktail with it mm-hmm. so they did like a classic gin fizz mm. um, but using the Blanc de Blanc instead of like a Prosecco or a Champagne so just a good uh, a good gin that's not got too many um, botanicals so it's not taking over <laughs> Some uh, lemon juice. Just stop messing about with the gin. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it gin. pure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And especially for this, because you want to taste this wine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, lemon juice, sugar syrup, just shaken over ice, and then topped up with the Blanc de Blanc. It's amazing. It's oh, perfect for a cocktail. So yeah. Beautiful. What are you straight away? Do you get into the mindset now of tasting some drinks and going, oh, I'd have this cheese with it? Does that um, go through your mind? I don't think you need to bother with the cheese when you've got one of these. (laughs) (laughs) My world is complete. Love it. Okay, so we're going to start off with food festivals um, and demoing on stage and what it's like from sort of the chef's perspective. Um, Big Festival has become one of the biggest food and music festivals in the UK comfortably. It's grown from the days of harvest right through until now. Mm. Um, You must be so proud of what that things become and the numbers that come every year and the size of the acts you get every year, firstly. Uh, We were very lucky 
booking Louis Capaldi back in October this year. <laughs> yeah. It was an absolute, I must be honest, it was a toss-up between him and another guy whose name I can't remember. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. That's yeah. what, it's what you do. What what I think one year we got, we did get Jake Bug for 500 quid once. That, that, wow. <laughs> that's the way it is. But, oh, you know, it. if you can spot them coming... Um, but, but I mean, there, there was a lot of. He's literally since he just he just went absolutely he's got up and up and up. And and I and I heard myself saying to somebody, and we booked him in October, and he's literally the biggest star in the world now. Thinking I'm not lying that much. But then I heard someone from the BBC saying Louis Capaldi is the biggest star in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, that actually happened. So that gave oh. the whole the whole thing a sheen. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I don't think I've ever had as much fun as 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 as, as I have. Um, doing festival including being in Blur in really? South America in 1998 yeah. well it's just you know, my wife and I bought this derelict farm on our honeymoon 16 years ago you bought it on your honeymoon we did but we bought it, actually bought it on a honeymoon yeah it was kind of <laughs> like, like a spontaneous purchase yeah so it's, it's well it's, it's <laughs> yeah I think if we hadn't have been kind of uh like so head over heels in love in the in the sort of throes of romance it was a ridiculous it was a ridiculous thing to do you know I, I lived in a townhouse in in, you know, in, in Soho um, uh, with like th- three window boxes with dead daffodils in <laughs> <laughs> and like swapping that you basically swap that for you know a whole load of fields full of sheep and, and it it, 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 it it was kind of like the last wreck in in the village. So we're like half an hour south of here yes, in, yeah. in Oxfordshire, and I mean it was it was the first person I, I the, the first person I saw when I arrived in London um, to do a French degree at Goldsmiths was Blur's guitar player. He was literally the, the first person that I set eyes on. He was wow. getting out of his parents' car holding a guitar, I was having a row with his mum. I was getting out of my parents' car <laughs> holding a guitar, having a, a row with my mum. And, and I, so it was just, I was like so lucky being in the right place at the right time. And it, I actually felt like it was, this, it was sort of buying the farm that was another kind of a massive sort of fluky <laughs> fluky bit of good good luck we we, we it was it just the, the guy this is like 16 years ago the guy that we bought it off was like crawling out on his knees god bless him they've been he was a beef farmer and he'd been hit hard by foot and mouth and oh, BSE. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, sure. And, yeah. You know, so was an, it pretty run down? It, it when was, you... Oh, no, it was an absolute, it yeah. was an ab- absolute wreck. And I, I remember the day I got the keys. It, 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 they'd sort of been living in two rooms in the house and all, all the livestock had gone. It was just completely silent and overgrown. <laughs> it's kind of like Sleeping Beauty kind, kind <laughs> of thing. But just incredibly beautiful. But I just remember just walking around the garden just like c- completely just overjoyed at how beautiful it was but just it, it, it was it was lying in in ruins and and just the the idea of sort of over the years having turned it round round into this kind of mad oh yeah m- mad party in- <laughs> full of brilliant chefs and, <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 bands and just like filling up filling up with all the things i love the most well, can really. you it's, can you imagine if someone had when you walked around it for the first time in that sleeping beauty setting if someone had shown you a photo a big festival <laughs> with elbow on a uh, Sunday night. Like, imagine that. Like, that you must be to look back at that timescale. That just must be insane. Uh, but you know, I think you know, it's it's a there's there's no doubt. It's a huge amount of effort organising <laughs> a festival. You've you've got to have a kind of motive. A motive. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've made like five kids eight records. 
12 cheeses so like the food, food music and <laughs> family boy, festival yeah. it just it's, it's epitomizes you yeah. it's all the stuff i'm thinking about anyway and and it, yeah, yeah i mean it's 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 great fun it's so i mean it's totally exhausting mm. um it's like getting married on friday and then you have to get up on saturday and get married again <laughs> get married again on sunday but uh, so was that your vision when you bought the farm or did no, you just want no, to buy a farm no I, I mean, we were just looking for for a house um, and <laughs> I don't I didn't really like any of them and the people were really keen to, to sell them and we, we just <laughs> we went there and the guy clearly really didn't want to sell it but he couldn't he couldn't hang on to it and <clears throat> just the the minute I got there I just felt absolutely I just felt like I wanted to stay there well, forever yeah. you know, it just, it just happened. it's happened like maybe a couple of times only a couple of times in my life um, and I, you know I thought I was doing something completely reckless and romantic and bold and daring but actually it's just the next cliche in the book of rock cliches you know when you've when, when you've nearly drunk yourself to death and shagged everybody you, you go you either die write operas or go and live on a farm yeah. I they, completely empathise with everything you're saying <laughs> yeah, as a podcaster yeah. it's very similar didn't someone from JLS buy a farm as well isn't yeah. that? yes is that JB same? Yeah. lovely boy yeah, yeah. really mm. does yeah. he make cheese too he's got pigs has he got pigs he's got all sorts it's I think pigs all and sorts deer of or something like that interesting yeah, yeah it's um, but, but you know um, see, Steve Winwood was kind of like the first, the first one. He's not far away from from here. Oh, yeah. he, that, he was uh, when he was really young. Look, going back a long way, Roger Daltrey, farmer. Yeah, yeah Paul McCartney, yeah. farmer. Sting, farmer. No way. There yeah. is a, there's a Do any farmers there. become musicians? Does it not work that way around? That is a reef, good. Reef. I think Reef would pick pig. Pig farming Ooh, family. That is great <laughs> trivia, though. First, <laughs> there'll be a pub yeah. quiz somewhere about farmers turned musicians, because that is a shorter list. Um, when it comes to the organisation side, obviously, we've learned a lot about chefs over the course of this podcast. Yeah, and a lot. Yeah. Is it harder or easier to book chefs or musicians? It's definitely getting harder to book chefs. There's the, I think is when it? we started doing the festival, not many... Uh, not It was... It, I mean, I remember... It's incredible how far festivals have come in, you know, since Blur f- first started doing them. I remember telling my mum I was playing at Glastonbury and she had just looking t- aghast, looking, t- looking at my dad with terror in her eyes. <laughs> thought I was going to get murdered. <laughs> um, um, but now they really are part, part of mainstream culture now. But, 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 back, but back then, it was all the promoters could do to get the sound system to work. You know, I remember turning up at one festival... <laughs> The PA stack was like wobbling oh, around, man. and the roadies trying to tie it all down with bungees. <laughs> um, like, so just getting the sound to work was was the big challenge, and like the bogs were an absolute nightmare. And the food, you know, was, the, the, like feeding people was a problem. It was like, oh well, there's all these people here, and they're hungry now. We got to feed them, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like an inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but f- somehow festivals have become incredibly popular actually because I th- because I think you can offer you can actually it's, you know if you if you if you can make it a sort of big enough event you actually it actually means you can offer people quite a lot for for, for them you, you look at what you get in a festival package it's actually, it's actually really good value well I mean goodness knows why but, but I mean they just they 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 they've become a, glo- a global phenomenon uh, and uh, as they have proliferated 
um, they've become more sophisticated and the, the science of staging them is much better understood and all the gears like every year the gear gets a bit better it's it, it, a bit smaller it, it's bit, a bit yeah. smaller bit, bit bit like the sound system's a bit a little bit crisper a little bit brighter and yeah everything just goes up and comes down quicker mm. um, so, so you can now you can add these extra layers of sophistication and so when we first started doing the festival. Not many people were really shouting about the food, but 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 so there's been there's been you know every, it's it's worse than kind of uh, it's worse than Britpop. You know everyone's copying each other. <laughs> yeah, it's, it? it's kind of like one or two clever people. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, co- everyone's copying them. So I think. Um, Yes, chefs chefs are, are, are absolutely in demand. Whether it's like doing demos or or kind of banqueting offerings, or those, those banquet offerings always like look good on a poster, but it's all it's, there's only ever room for like thirty people sure, and they're all yeah. journalists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I've definitely um, piggybacked some of those in my time, hundred um, percent. So you know, I th- I think I went to Glastonbury this summer. They, I mean, they've been really really helpful um, with with festival. They've been giving me some really really good advice over the years and I haven't been actually since the last time Blur, Blur, Blur played there in 2009 but I'm really really glad I went because I mean it's it is it's it's truly epic um I mean they have been doing it's 50 years like ne- next year they've been doing it so you yeah. know has the food got better at those kind of festivals um, too or it, 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 everything everything's got better I think but it struck me that you know it's it is going to be a while until we can do music that well but actually I think I, I probably can do food better than, than anyone anyone else um, so you know I want to go absolutely mental this year I want cheese waterfalls I think I think I've, I think we can do it I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's very hard oh, 25 kilo chunks of cheddar um, <laughs> smash them down a hot plate yeah what could go uh, wrong two hot plates together uh, <laughs> got it all worked um, out yeah. um, and like and a bit of and then I, I, did, I did start to wonder, you know, you look at this, there's, 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 there's obviously the problem of what to do if it rains <laughs> at, at a festival. Um, and, 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 you know, if you, you, you're spending your whole life, your whole year kind of to, to, to trying to plan something that's basically at the mercy of, of, the, of, weather, of the, the elements yeah. the mercy of the elements, you know, and who'd be, who'd be, as mad, who'd be mad enough to, to base their... That they're, they're kind of living on the weather, but actually, that's what farmers do. That's what all farmers yeah, true. <laughs> are at the mercy yeah. of the weather. And and uh, and actually, you know, sun, sunshine. Yeah, we only, food only grows because we live on a planet that goes around a star, and it's actually all like quite cosmic and amazing and wonderful. But you know, by the time you've parked your car at Tesco's, you've kind of had that <laughs> beat out of that. you. Haven't you? <laughs> I think you have. But, yeah, the, um, the neon lights inside. I think you but, sort of forget about it all. But but that's you know, I think the the, the 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 farm. It just it just never ceases to amaze amaze me how it how bountiful and, and resilient and just the, that whole kind of tidal rejuvenation thing that you get every spring you know it's, it's i mean it's, it's incredibly beautiful like even you now, live the seasons don't a, you you're just so mm, in touch with it um so, have you ever seen so many weird mushrooms around this incredible amount of mushrooms around this year i've not been out so, much lately i, I just i, I nearly bought you some yeah. shaggy ink caps tonight yeah um, but oh, i, I, I like I, I, 
I'm not quite confident enough to know that because <laughs> you know there's like four and a half million different kinds of mushrooms. Oh, it's ridiculous, right? isn't and it? And so many. There are only like a, like two or three thousand of them are poisonous. So it's like the really yeah. You've got to know what you're doing though. But all don't the poisonous you? ones tend to look really similar to something that's really yeah, delicious, really almost and, like an evil twin. And they're, yeah. Not yeah. Just, they're not yeah exactly, and they're not just a bit poisonous. The po- they're really poisonous. Well, yeah, they yeah. take you down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got a tiny percentage that. Are tasty. You've got loads that are edible that are pointless oh, to really? eat, oh, really? and then you've really? got like oh, really? a percentage that are de- deadly and poisonous. <laughs> it's so, a spectrum. Oh, so, yeah. so most of them, most There's, of them, yeah, are out of that, that however really? many thousand. There's a lot that are edible that just. They're just pointless. You can't yeah. chew them; they won't break right. down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, there's those little pickle buns here with the, the venison. Uh, oh, they're just little, they're little shemijis. Oh, there, yeah. Is a shemiji still a mushroom? Yeah, yeah, it's a type of mushroom. It's an Asian mushroom. Yeah, delicious. Love it. Paul, when you go to festivals and have to do demos on stage, yeah. Do you get nervous? Do you, does it feel different? I know it's a bit blue petery, like here's one I made earlier, sort of thing. But how, what is that environment like for you? Because obviously it's slightly, well, it's slightly out of your comfort zone. You're in a kitchen, but it's you know a thousand people at big festivals. Say, how do you yeah. feel stepping up onto a stage? I'm alright. I I enjoy it actually, and I I I try to cook as live as possible on stage because I can't really produce what we do here on stage. Because like there's so many processes that go yeah. into it. <laughs> it's hours a ten of hour work. demo. Yeah. Yeah. Sit there, wait for twelve hours while I braise this beef. Tell me yeah. about this mayonnaise. Twelve hours later. It's got to, got to translate. So like whenever I'm doing a festival, the organisers get frustrated with me because I'll never tell them what I'm cooking. I won't decide until the day or the day oh, before. Oh, mate, that's going to play havoc with their health and safety. You know. Would you? Hmm. Would your guys at Big Festival let that happen? If he said to you, well, I'm not telling you. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we could make an exception. I mean, the annoying thing is you can't you you can't you can't feed people what you cook. No, you know, no, you can't because it's travelled and it's not a refrigerated okay. van and stuff. I always wondered that they never go. Oh, can we try some? Is yeah, like, and yeah. you know, there's like hundreds of people watching. I can only do one or two portions. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get some people taste it, and I, you know, I just say, look, you know, I advise them not to. But. um yeah, I remember I did what I did the Ludlow Festival a few years ago, and Will Holland was um, the chef, organizer, and compere. And it's quite a big food festival, mm-hmm. um, and it's quite quite sort of highbrow. And he messaged me like a week before, "What are you doing?" So I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you on the day. I haven't decided. And I, I need to feel it. A bit, I need it to be a bit off the cuff yeah, as well. Like so yeah, I, yeah, I right, feel yeah. it. So it's mm. not too organized. Mm. And I texted him a picture the day before. I got my butchers to send me a whole hair fur on and oh, everything. Text him a picture. And he said, you're going to prep it before? I was like, no, I'm going to do it on stage live. He's like, oh, no, they won't like that round here. So I'm like, tough shit. Oh, <laughs> you did it. You did so, it. yeah, I'll come. Was I had there it. a few gasps in the crowd? But yeah, I think that's what out. people absolutely love seeing. That, well, yeah. it's a bit of theatre. We, we had a bit, a bit of a split. what you don't normally see. That, that's actually... That's what yeah. I wanted yeah. to do, really. Show and me it's real. Not like, and that is, that is where food comes from. Yeah. So, like, what, if they're gasping, it's like, okay, that's on you. I think it's the way I threw it on the bench. So I had it underneath, and I was like, so I'm going to do a hair dish today. And I served part of it raw as well. So. Wow, really? Yeah, first did catch it, your did hair. Did you bring out a hutch? Yeah. Right, now the first step. Is shoot it, yeah. So I had it under the bench, and I just pulled it, dropped it on top. 
and there was a oh from the front row and a few women got up and left and the, there was a woman filming it and she filmed it without looking the whole thing <laughs> um, so I just I just thought I'm going to show you how it's done so I you know cut around the ankles where like it's socks would be and you just whip it off in one <laughs> And Did then you say that on stage just, where it socks with me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then yeah, took the loins off, um, did a little dish with I can't remember what it was, but pan fried the loins, and then the fillets I made a little tartar. So the, the hair I've just skinned has <laughs> been served raw. Wow. But it's, it's beautiful. It's how we serve in the restaurant. That's, so that's it's awesome. a representation of what we do. Not been invited back. No. Well, I'd, I'd, like to invite, I'd love to invite you to do that festival. That would be oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Go, mate. That <laughs> Perfect. is awesome. That is awesome. I, I actually find that the, 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 the chefs actually, it's, it's quite, it's, I think you get really blasé about having an audience when you're in a band because, you know, you, you, you're, playing, you're playing live was, every night. I was going to ask you that. Like, you, with you, when you're in your comfort zone, you're almost behind the guitar, it's all going off. Does it feel different to when you're just out there with your, you know, is it a different feeling? Because I know you've sort of got there a little bit and done some food demos with cheese and bits and bobs. Does it feel different to you? Um, I think it's, it's, it's always very comforting to have to be holding something that makes you look quite cool that makes a really loud, sexy noise. Yes, that does yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah pans don't um, do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, or it's evil. incredible. It's incredible what, what, the size of the crowds that, that, that we get. I mean, Mar- Marco wasn't this year, the summer before, but I, he was, I think he was genuinely staggered, you know, like just having... Because just, I, I, I guess... You know, it's, it's unusual to have a, to mm. have an audience just like going, well, and the people, but and you know, our crowd, they they love, they absolutely love food and cooking, and you know, you you guys are genuine heroes, and to actually see some, you know, the ones who've got the stomach for for, for it, you know, the, yeah. see to see see actually like dealing with a hair, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's magic. It yeah. is, it's it really slightly is. bizarre though, because it like like in a gig where it's the guitar solo and everyone goes <laughs> mental for the chat. He's like. Like tossing a salad and everyone going Whoa! It's, sometimes you stop and go there's a thousand people here watching someone skin a rabbit like, it's mad yeah. when you think about it that way but well, yeah, I love how we're attracted to it it's good yeah I think but, you know, we, we just we're a nation who's discovered our taste buds all, all of a sudden yeah it's changed, like you said it's changed massively I've been cooking 20 years it's changed massively it's so diverse right. now and people are so much more open minded yeah, like, like people from like backgrounds like myself eating in restaurants like this, and restaurants have changed to become more approachable as well, like, like us, like we are. And I suppose festivals are a part of that because it might be accessible. Like there might be someone who's yeah. there for music, but they go, "Oh, that band, I'm not into it. Oh, fine, I'll go to the cooking stage," and then they'll actually latch on, and and they wouldn't have done that if the festival hadn't have provided that for, for people. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a really good chance to to try new stuff. You know, yeah. if you. Once you smell, what did Fergus? How did Fergus Henderson? Was it like spleen the, or something? The was musk it? Yeah. of a breezing hair. <laughs> thing. You know, once you smelt it, you're like, mmm. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, going back to the cheese side of things, so um, mm. obviously when you first got that farm, you talk, and you sort of like, you know, you walked around, it was pretty derelict, it was pretty. Mm. Had cheese come into your stratosphere at that point were you imagining <laughs> producing and making own. cheese like I know that was clearly a love of yours for a long time but was the farm ever also a little bit of a I can make cheese here F- for my for my birthday my mum had some uh, reel to reel tape recordings she made of me as a toddler um, transferred so that we could listen to them now and I'm 18 months old and I'm singing a song out of tune 
the big ship sails on the alley alley oh have you heard it RC yeah. and yeah. she's have it, big uh, ship sails on the alley alley oh I'm singing yeah. that and she said that's very good do you want some lunch and I say cheese sandwich um, <laughs> wow. so like at 18 months old I was basically couldn't stop singing apart from to ask for some cheese um, <laughs> and the cheese it's never really stopped actually you know the touring with Blur was just an opportunity to gorge myself stupid on the cheeses of the world <laughs> now, actually that really did kind of inform my my <coughs> cheese my cheese awareness you know because we had cheese on the rider you know that's the, so every day the promoter has to give you you know certain things that you specify and it was always cheese and like wherever you, you go put it on the wherever you go in the world and there's a different word for cheese there's a different thing for cheese you know it, it changed so you know cheese probably means cheddar fromage would mean camembert formaggio would mean I don't know a parmesan or a gorgonzola or something a queso would be um I don't know, probably a sheep's milk cheese or you know and, and so it, and, and it just goes on all around the world wherever you go there's, and it's it, there's this and and it was it's just like wow this is the more and the more I got to know about it the more I liked it but I, we were actually living on the farm for about two years thinking what the hell are we going to do with this place when <laughs> <laughs> I mean people literally used to throw cheese at me when Blur, Blur were playing like all over the world <laughs> and, give it, and give it to me in hotel well, like whole lobbies whole wheels of cheese yeah yeah stuff, yeah really? even in, in, in <laughs> Japan cathedral in Japan it comes in tins I was hit <laughs> I was hit by a low flying camembert uh, Tom Jones on, gets at the Buddha soft yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, get yeah, cheese yeah 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 no exactly <laughs> ex- exactly yeah 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 um, Can I when so the rider? Just in case yeah. anyone doesn't know, so riders are basically the requests slash demands. That sounds a bit strong, but yeah, yeah, artists exactly. make when they arrive at a venue. Oh, okay. So waiting in the dressing room yeah. is blank blank. So and when, famously, like some people ask for ridiculous stuff like ten kittens and like, crazy <laughs> it's stuff. a kind of a torture um, because. But at you what know, point did you go? I'm at the level now where I can request cheese. Um, no, straight away. I mean, you can't. You can, <laughs> You don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. But it's actually, a, it's actually a form of torture. It's like, what do I, what do I want every day? I mean, there was, you know, we we tried all sorts of things. Like there was a big Lego phase, um, and Kinder eggs were big for a while. And uh, so, like we tried it, postcards, never wrote them out. But actually, the only thing you do, you do, you are pl- definitely pleased. There's three things you're definitely pleased to see every day. That, that, that's always like just lift my spirits which is cheese, cheese uh, new socks and new pants like this just brand new as in brand new out the packet um, new, or, or washed yeah, new, new, new packet of pants new packet of rustling socks just like it's never it's like it's always like oh because you know if you yeah if putting you on new socks is amazing yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Christmas day yeah, like, oh, yeah, you, yeah you end up paying for it eventually you know it's, it kind of is your money so it's like if you're ordering Kinder Eggs every day and you're getting dozens of you know dozens of Lego boxes you don't really want any it was just it was just but we eventually we worked I worked out like cheese pants socks that's all you really need <laughs> <laughs> I love that what and, you, and, and, um, and some booze yeah booze obviously wow and mm. that, so Eventually, you settled on cheese. You started making it there and then. Did you yeah. ever think you'd be selling it and winning awards for it and like having it stopped in supermarkets and good restaurants? Did you ever really think that would be a, a thing for you? Yeah, I've always been incredibly conceited, though. I think that's part of you know you have to I think you you kind of <laughs> have to be to get anywhere. I think uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I was lucky. Um, it was it. We you know we've talked about how much is happening in in in, in British food culture and I mean it, it, actually it was it was the, the, it was the, the, the great sort of uh, 
the, the, the resourcefulness of, of, of British farmers being able to, to so deciding to put farmers who couldn't make a profit out of out of milk, uh, which is a commodity. So you know the thing that you make is it, it's, its price is completely beyond your control. You know if it rains in Canada. <laughs> um, then that affects the, the affects the price of milk. You know what's happening in China. It's just it's you know it's just what, what, why would you be doing that when if you can turn milk into cheese, then you're not making a, a commodity. You're making a product, and you could say, well, it's five quid, take it or leave it. And, yeah, yeah. and and I think a lot of farmers were kind of forced. Dairy farmers were forced into into diversifying into mm. into cheese making to add value to the milk, and it, that and a, with a combination of, of sort of the rise of great. Uh, television chefs just engaging and, and great television formatting engaging people in food um, just meant there was a kind of market for it and you know it's, it's I think the it's, stars aligned a little it, bit it, 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 yeah it, I think it's really difficult to be uh, in an independent band anymore it's really hard to live in a transit van and play pubs and sell a few copies of your CD and kind of make a living because all the pubs that Blur used to play in a, a gastro pub sure. <laughs> yeah. selling your cheese yeah. <laughs> um, and you know you, you, me people aren't really prepared to pay for music but I do think that spirit of independence kind of is absolutely thriving in food you know you can't be a garage band anymore but if you can make kind of interesting pickled onions in your garage and turn that to a local food festival <laughs> and have a store well, that yeah, is it yeah, yeah, you're yeah, so you can, right you, um, so so yeah, I'm not sure what the question was, or if I've answered it. But. <laughs> no, I was just asking about your cheese, but with that first yeah, cheese right, then, yeah. when you got to yeah, like, yeah. So, what was the first one? So and I was, you I was really thought, lucky, I, 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 there was, the British Cheese Awards was happening locally, and I could just got talking to people, and I, and I, and I think cheese is kind of basic, it's basically the world's worst business, you know, cheese, cheese makers are like drug dealers, they, they you know, live with their, drug dealers live with their mums, don't they, you know, it's, it's like they've got no money, but, but <laughs> the cheese makers always got loads of cheese and a big smile on their face, um, uh, so, but I, th- I think uh, it's, it's, it's actually, it was, yeah, it was, it was a, a, a there was cheese. The cheese, sort of cheese making community was really generous with their knowledge and really. Cheese makers are like pilots as opposed to horse people. Like what from what I know about pilots, pilots want everybody in the world to be a pilot. They think it's so brilliant. So they say it's a brilliant being a pilot. You should learn. It's fantastic. But like horse people don't want. Any, they're kind of like really clean. Stay out of our field. Yeah. Anyone. But the cheese, the cheese people were definitely like the pilot. Yeah. Everyone should make cheese. It's amazing. Um, so they were really kind of helpful and and uh, you know actually with a bit of care and attention. I mean, no, it is a, you need a lot. I mean, to do anything... It's, it's like doing anything well is hard work, actually. It's, it's kind of like... It's quite easy There's to There's no do. shortcut to good it's, cheese. It's quite easy to write an OK song. It's quite easy to cook an OK dinner. But, like, cooking a really brilliant dinner... <laughs> that's, well, that's... It's, that's it's like anything in any, any yeah. industry, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 You, if you want to be the best, you've got to um, put the extra in. You can't take shortcuts. At this point, though, do you want to tell Alex? Or should yeah, I? there's a bit of an yeah. elephant in the room here. There is a little bit. Yeah, I don't like cheese. Don't you really? No. Do you know, well, one that? of my kids doesn't like cheese. It's, oh, really? It's funny. In fact, some people don't. don't I've tried. To, doesn't I've, speak to him anymore. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got to go. Um, it's been great. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I genuinely tried really? to like it. Wow. Um, my brother doesn't as well. So we've discussed this on the podcast before. Mm. And I don't know, my mum must have done something when we were kids with cheese. Oh. It's sort of weird. Um, <laughs> no, it's, I, I remember, remember someone saying smell. to me, just, I just look at it and it's, it looks like fatty arteries around a heart. It just makes me feel <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've heard people, they say, oh, it looks like a fungus or it looks like it's gone off or it looks like... And people Yeah, so see, that doesn't bit... bother me. You know, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll Beef that's been hung for a hundred days. Yeah, and right, right. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I love it as a tartar. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It's just, I just don't like it. I just don't, don't like it. And just don't I care for it, or like actually, it. don't, don't, don't like, I, I don't, don't care for it. Don't really, it. don't enjoy it. No, yeah, I care really. for it. I appreciate it. We serve good cheese here, and you know, I'll incorporate it in the dishes. But yeah, yeah I just, when you, I, mean, you must taste everything you cook. Obviously, yeah. so you still mm. taste it. When yeah, you're I, designing I, dishes. I can understand it and how it's going to improve a dish or or on the cheese board, but. I mean, I, I would like yeah, to like it. I love wine. I love charcuterie. Anything like that. If I could enjoy cheese, it'd be like yeah, the perfect yeah. meal for me. But yeah. I just, I just can't do it. It is a weird caveat to your character. I find though, like this yeah. Michelin star restaurant, just I hate cheese. Yeah. It's just really funny. I, I'll eat, I'll eat mozzarella because it's just set milk, isn't it? There's no flavour. Yeah, right, in it, right. Really. Yeah. So pizza's lovely. Oh, it melts beautifully. It? Oh, it's, it's yeah, texture's mm. nice, and mm. pizza is mm. it's lovely on that. Um, in a risotto on a bolognese, a tiny bit of parmesan for seasoning, but don't gratinate mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, I'm, I'm the awkward guy in the restaurant that when they're doing it and they're waiting for you to say stop... You never say when. I'm not, I'm not even close. And, and I just feel the social pressure of, OK, stop now, I guess. But I want yeah, to I'm like going one going. stroke. Yeah, bit of seasoning, a bit of umami, that's it, I'm done. Would, if you had to convince him with one of your cheeses right now, would you bring something and go, come on, Paul, try that, come on. No, I don't... I, don't, I mean, I don't think you should push people into... Yeah, it. people you know, have forced you know, it into me Smell before, my nose. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I had to squeeze it. Alan Partridge. <laughs> I was worried about talking about cheese for so long, and I had to get an Alan Partridge impression out at some point. Yeah, I struggled with shellfish for year, many, many years. But I've sort of conquered it. I can just about do those stethoscopy things. What are they called? The big, long... Longest razor clams. Oh, oh, razor clams. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah. So it's, it's mollusks, not um, crustaceans. So like any like bivalves, like mussels and clams... Yeah, I That's don't, I don't, is. I don't love them. Yeah, yeah. I don't love, I don't yeah. love them. Don't. But love you them. want to, you want to love them, but you just can't. Is that it? Is that uh, yeah, I, I think a lot, a lot of it is con- conditioning, isn't it? And oh, it totally you know, is. Yeah, and that's the great. That's what I really love about going to great restaurants like yours is that you just freeze a crack on and eat something that you absolutely order the thing that, you, that looks most disgusting on the menu. That you really <laughs> hate. And and you know and and and. You've, you know, so you find that you actually you totally love it because you can have a good anything and a bad, you know, a good or awful version of anything can, can, can't, can't you? Yeah, yeah mm. absolutely, yeah. What did you did you have the cheese tonight? Did you like it? We absolutely did. Smashed it to bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It took the, about uh, two minutes. It was <laughs> terrorised. Yeah. <laughs> what were the, what you were, were just the, eating chunks of it without the bread, <laughs> weren't you? I love that. What was the what, the, the, the sprinkly bits on the cra- those crackers? Were they were some serious? Yeah, it's, it's cool. Crackers. bread. we always serve that. So that's a oh. lavash bread, um, and then we brush it with egg yolk and cover it in linseed and poppy linseed, seed. Linseed, so loads of it oh. for texture. Oh. It yeah. did have texture, but it, it had oh yeah, it was it did get real flavour dimension as well. Yeah, it works with all cheeses oh. really. So we don't do yeah, breads yeah. and stuff. We just do that lavash bread. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm my favourite thing at the moment is uh, blue cheese on a frazzle. I, <laughs> as in the bacon on a bacon frazzle. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. A, that's yeah, a yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, we'll uh, Amy's <laughs> writing that down. Like, yeah, write that down. That is brilliant. Yeah. That is genius. <laughs> That's me. But That's Saturday a lovely night, little canopy. That chunk of blue cheese, bag of frazzles, match of the day. Job's oh, a good one. <laughs> that is like the key to my heart. That is. That is just, lastly, though, but butter. Should butter be involved? With. Uh, yeah, I remember going to. I remember the first time I went to, to France on a French exchange with the school and buttering my baguette and then putting some some brie on it and then all looking at each other going, "Look at this idiot." Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it, it, it it can it can can be but not those, some of those creamy cheeses. Like I think the best sandwich. I've ever ever had in my whole life was served to me by a very grumpy French woman at an airport in France, um, and it was just baguette with um, with brie on, just 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 but really really good baguette, yeah. really really good brie. <laughs> it's totally else. simple. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the in the served in the serviette, it's just oh. Wow, that sounds great. Okay, right. We're going to move on to one of our favourite segments. It's the TripAdvisor reviews. Obviously, there's a slight <laughs> dilemma oh. here because, or what? Is it TripAdvisor? TripAdvisor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I don't even have a restaurant. But I, I'm, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's when did everybody in the world become an expert? <laughs> I'm not I think everyone, you were not the first person to walk in here and say that. A lot of people despise it. So that's why we're making light of it and embracing <laughs> exactly. sad, horrible people that tweet and message and review restaurants. So what I thought I'd do is instead of, obviously, Alex doesn't have a restaurant. Yeah. I could have found a review about cheese, but I thought that was boring. <laughs> yeah. So the game today is... I will give you a review, Paul, and you have to decide whether it's a review of a Blur album <laughs> yeah. or someone else's. Okay. Oh. And I'll do the same for you, okay. and you'll have to decide whether it's a review of Salt or someone okay. else. Okay, all right, brilliant, like it, you like it. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is this review a review of Blur or someone else? I'll give you uh, some context here. This was in Melody Maker magazine. Okay. Yeah, they blew hot and cold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was by a gentleman called David Stubbs, and he wrote this in the mid-90s. Was this Blur or someone else? One star. (laughs) Where do I start? (laughs) Lots of what you could call moments, to quote, but too many meanderings and gaps of nothingness in between the hits. Safe to say, they have fallen, fallen short of the stars. They just sound knackered. Was that a review of Blur in the mid nineties or someone else? The late nineties, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the knackered bit, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to believe it would be from Blur, but if it's based like if he's, I bet he writes on TripAdvisor now, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he loves it. Yeah, I think I've seen David Stubbs come up before. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I reckon that's someone else. I bet that's a different Britpop band. What do you think? I reckon that's Oasis. <laughs> It is Oasis. Yes. Hey. <laughs> that Brilliant. is incredible. Brilliant. Not that you ever read them. That was Oasis. That was a review from Brilliant. David Stubbs in Melody Maker. 
That was of What's the Story Morning Glory, believe it or not. Oh, really? No way. Really. No way. Yeah. In Melody Maker Magazine. So, it just goes to show. That, so that was the, the, like the biggest selling album yeah. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what David Stubbs is now. Yeah. Uh, right, angrily writing reviews on TripAdvisor. Wow. Alex nailed that. Okay, yeah. right. Your turn. So wow, I'm going to give you... That got one out of five. One out of five. Like you remember those. You, you never forget the one out of five. Because yeah. you have to read them. You know. <laughs> yep. So. Did it affect you? Did you? Were you eager to read reviews of, of your I mean, performances? I think you've got now? to know what people are saying about you well, um, yeah, um, yeah just don't inhale that's, that's, that, was, that was the advice we were given that's yeah. good advice yeah. <laughs> ok right I'm going to give you a review and you okay. have to decide whether this is salt or somewhere else one star would not recommend after receiving a birthday voucher we were very excited to visit this place unfortunately the food was not at the standard of other restaurants of this kind had to send my food back, and although I was offered another dish, it would have meant eating separately to my husband. The moment was lost. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> the moment was lost. <laughs> we were given free coffee, which we thought was, very, was poor compensation for a very expensive lunch. My husband did email the owner, but his apology was flippant. The owner needs to realise that he gave that if he gave a genuine apology and professional attitude, diners might give oh, this place stop, a second so chance. Boring. <laughs> Just go away. That can't that cannot be that cannot be here. It Is that salt be. or something? No, no, no. What do you reckon, yeah, Paul? It was no. here last week. It was here last week. You yeah. Are joking. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I could add more context to that because <laughs> they conveniently miss everything I'm else. I'm sure you can. Go on, so, Paul. <laughs> yeah, she um, she said the cod. Well, let's start off. They, they had a voucher, not right? Cheese. No, so no, they cheese never paid. <laughs> yeah, not enough cheese. <laughs> Always an issue. <laughs> If they had a voucher, so they never even paid. Oh. You know, this was given to them, right? Anyway, she said the cod was overcooked. It wasn't, but we said, okay, we'll do you another one. That's fine. Yeah, we don't overcook fish. It just doesn't happen. Right. Um, Love it. Love no, it. I can't see uh, you sending no, that, and then, but, an you know, The manager no. said, look, okay, we'll do you something else. Uh, you know, or we could do it again. It wouldn't take long because we were doing one for the next <laughs> table anyway. Great. Refused. She already had her knickers in a twist. <laughs> <laughs> and then so he's offered her free drinks no and your coffees are expensive so free cheese <laughs> free cheese no free coffees and then it was like Meh, yeah okay so you know we did everything we could even though wow. we weren't totally because we didn't say oh we've fucked up because we didn't yeah like she she just wouldn't have it and then they emailed and yeah my, re my response was flippant <laughs> I'll show you it it wasn't that bad actually I, I responded and said look <coughs> I appreciate it wasn't to your taste. I was I was happy with it, it or it wouldn't have been served. It come back, but we did offer you this, 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 and this. And at the end of her email, I'll show you it later because <laughs> sure she's will, just yeah. full of shit. Yeah. She put, "We never write on TripAdvisor. We always come direct." What did they do a few days later? Write on TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor. Yeah. So what a platform! Mm. It's not going to die yet. No, it will do one day. The, the though. sad thing is, though, can you imagine how happy I was when I read it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, like, I actually thought earlier, I thought Simon's picked this up for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, right. Oh, dearie, dearie, Moving on. Dearie. I know. It's, it's troubling, isn't it? But, you know, your Michelin star on the front of the restaurant means more than that review. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I know that. Okay, right. We're going to move on to boiling point then. This is my favourite segment. Um, this is where we tell the real stories of the heat of the kitchen. And I think in this case, maybe Alex 
Alex's dressing rooms. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I don't know, or backstage, or whenever, whenever it gets yeah. tough. So these stories are when you've lost your shit, or someone's yeah. lost their shit on you. Who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Set the tone. <laughs> set the tone. Judge <laughs> yours. Yeah. So um, uh, this was last year, last summer. We had um, our fish delivery drive they deliver at like three in the morning because it comes straight up from Cornwall delivered and they never had a key they used to drop it our uh, front door is slightly inset so they'd drop it in there it was in, in a bin bag in a box and we had some scallops delivered like hand dive scallops was like 60 Beautiful. odd scallops expensive yeah very expensive yeah. like 400 quid's worth of scallops and you know we'd been operating like that for a year and a half it'd never been an issue and then I, I come in this Friday mo- Thursday morning and um, I said the fish ain't here yeah that's really strange so I phoned, uh, phoned Johnny so fish ain't here, mate. He's like, no, let me go. So he's phoned up to have a word of his drivers. And then he's got it on the tracking and it was like, it was like 2.30 in the morning, it was dropped. Um, so I said, well, it's not here. So I went, like, obviously, you know, what the fuck's gone wrong here? So I went on the CCTV and like such a Stratford-upon-Avon crime, <laughs> stealing hand knife scallops. You know. Yeah, where I'm from in Coventry, they'll steal your old flip flops. <laughs> yeah, it's hand dive scallops. Not, not normal dredge got hand dive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah so yeah, massive heavy box. Yeah, checking and going, are oh, they not hand dived? <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, I'm trawling through the CCTV, the one that, because it's on the front door and it's glass door. And I just see this woman just come along. And she was only like small. Um, she had her shoes in her hand. It was about three in the morning. Like, so she had sore feet. She just saw a box and she just deadlifted it. Just, just got straight hand, off. Just hand dived it. <laughs> hand dived it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the best thing was, it was in a black bin bag. So it could have been rubbish for all she knew. She didn't check in it. And then it's in a box that's all uh, wrapped up. There's no label on it. It's in a bin bag. So she just picked it up and took it. What? So you cheeky bitch. <laughs> and then, so she, she's gone. Can you see her face fully? Are you not gone? enough, no. Not oh. enough. So then I've just gone on a mission, like relentless, trying to find this woman. So the council house <laughs> is two doors down. I'm trying to get their CCTV because she's walked past. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to work out where she's got. I've wasted my whole day yeah. trying oh, to find out. God. Spoke to the police and because yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a funny then, phone call though. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Hiya, you're right. First yeah. real problem. My hand I've scotch been pinched. <laughs> but like my fish supply, we spoke about him before. The guy's an absolute legend. And I needed these scallops for the night. And so I'd spoke to him. It was about nine o'clock. By 2 p.m. from Cornwall, he had me you know, no 60 way. more hand dive scallops. Only like looked after me on the price, even though it's not his fault, his responsibility. So anyway, I, I like I got the video of this and put it on Twitter, and it went crazy. <laughs> of course you did, and crazy. And just did you just tweet to Crime show Watch, him. like here you go. <laughs> Can you retweet this? <laughs> and I referred to her as a skank, and I got abused. <laughs> of right, you did. A skank, a skank to me is a thief. Right, it's not like so. Well, I skank got to abused. me means like a bit filthy. Yeah, for yeah, me, it's like yeah. a filth, bit of a tramp. Like. <laughs> bit of a slag. <laughs> <laughs> but I got abused on Twitter for it, for being derogatory to women. I was like, she's fucking stolen from me. <laughs> she's stolen 400 Scar- quid worth. Come. So yeah. I'll call her what I like. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of people that are like, oh, you're out of order, you shouldn't be talking about women like this. I'll talk about anyone <laughs> who's stolen from me. Yeah, like, no, whatever the sex, I don't care. Yeah, so we never found out where it was. So I had a phone call because they'd picked it up on Facebook from the one stop around the corner. Like she'd found it around there. She'd opened it up around there, realised what it was and just dumped it. Oh. It was just covered in flies and wasps the next oh. day. Those, in the middle those, of summer. 
Those flies and wasps didn't know. You know, gourmet feast. Spend the rest of their yeah. lives wondering where they can get some more of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just floating around a one-stop every night, yeah. That is incredible. Yeah, so you still, I, You still don't We know. never found her. The police didn't do anything at all, so, yeah. Yeah. On to the next. Yeah. Oh, well. Alex, what you got for us? Any, any times um, you can remember losing your shit on someone or someone doing the same on you? Yeah, I mean, I'm... I, I rarely get I that riled. I mean, apart from riled. my kids who drive me absolutely crazy. <laughs> but, um, but I, I just... <laughs> I just <laughs> there was one time um, Blower booked a headline at a festival uh, in, in Scandinavia. It was, a huge, it was a huge, huge deal. It was like when we were right at the top of our game mm. and, uh, and it was a particularly wonderful night and the, the crowd were just euphoric wait, waiting for us to come and we came on and looked like it was, the screaming was just just insane it was just like right at the peak of everything and Dame was like alright we're blue fuck off and then and, and, one, two, three, four. and we, all, we all slam in and and, uh, and and it just sounds absolutely terrible and and, and I, I realise it's my fault like the bass is like completely out of tune with oh, anything God. with everything and we have to stop so you'll be like launched into this, into this, um, <laughs> into this kind of way, and and it was just, it was just a disaster, and you're like having to stop at the first like it was not a good look at all. Oh. So they was like, I'm really sorry about that, <laughs> Alex. Um, <laughs> try that again, and we did it again, and exactly the same thing, ha- exactly the oh. same thing happened, and it just it just completely it just completely killed the vibe, and. I was about to get beaten up by everybody in the band when we realised that my the roadie had tuned the bass up a semitone out of tune. <laughs> oh God! And there's 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 no sort of there's no the thing is playing the bass. The reason why bass players tend to be sort of so cocky is that is that it doesn't really matter what you do on the bass because it's the lowest note. <laughs> it, you can never it never sounds as wrong. As long it as it's vibrating, it, it with... makes everybody else sound wrong. Yeah. But the the bass always sounds right. It's got all the authority because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the lowest note. Um, so the, the idea of like having the bass exactly a semitone out of tune with what everything else every, everything else is doing like twice in a row at the top that was that was the crossest I've ever seen in my band really but um, in front I, of a stage I, of people I, did they curb their language and their like <laughs> were they being like it was awful and was it? suddenly I thought, suddenly it's, it's all out of tune um, but, but did, the, yeah, I mean, did the roadie get it in the neck for that did he get like um, a lot of people was he standing in the wings like oh god I've got it um I think by the time we finished, it was it was kind of all <laughs> we'd managed to, to, to make amends. But in, you know, what, what is actually the worst thing that can happen playing music? I you know, <laughs> I did realise that, that there is that, that you don't. There's no health and safety forms to fill out when you're doing music. You know, because I, I remember saying there's a lot of health and safety involved with cheese. You know, what's the worst thing? That can happen? <laughs> well, you know, actually, food poisoning, salmonella, yeah. <laughs> listeria. You know, people can actually. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, there, there's all you know with bands. There's all you just you take a load, of, take a load of kids, give them loads of booze, not enough sleep, make you know, make them feel like give them trumped up opinions about themselves because you know they're getting all this attention. <laughs> you know, it, it's there's there's it, it, a band is just like a permanent four way bickering 
dysfunctional marriage, you know. Um, <laughs> everyone's playing their tops continuously, but that was the worst one, I think. That is... Playing a semitone out of tune in oh. Sweden. Which sounds mm. like so little, but I can imagine <laughs> thousands of people, you'd want the world mm. to swallow you up. Mm. Okay, we'll move on to the last bit then, the cooking hacks. We've had some great ones this series, I feel. Yeah, um, yeah. We've, um, yeah, we've had good ones. It's Gary's was probably one of my favourites, which I used the other day. Which was putting. Which a, one was this again? So this was popping a... If you haven't taken your steak out of the fridge... Oh, in the microwave, pop yeah. Pop in the microwave for 10 seconds to bring it to room temperature before you then fry it. Instead yeah. of having a cold steak. That is just genius. I love that. Yeah. Have you got anything for us, Paul? Yeah, this isn't really a cooking one, but this is what I do when I'm cooking at home. <laughs> Have you no, do you know what the point or, of the show yeah. is? <laughs> <laughs> it's whilst I'm cooking. Okay. And if I'm cooking at home, I'm chilled and I want to watch the football. Yeah. Um, but I'm in the kitchen. We don't have a telly in the kitchen. So... If, and there's never anywhere to put your phone, and I sure. don't, you don't have a phone stand. Get the iPhone plug, or like the iPhone is best because it's flat. Take the lead out, and I'll show you now, actually. Oh, okay. This is exciting. So... Oh, wait. Oh, it's so obvious. Oh, oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. So yeah, your, your you can son's watch perked up now, wherever you are, isn't it? Like, what is that going on? It's magic is happening over there. Or like, if I if I'm no, during service, if football or on, if Coventry on the telly, which isn't very often, I'll have that on the pass where I'm cooking. So customers will just see my phone and I'm just watching the football, watching but us getting beaten. You, while serving Michelin star food downstairs, you've got your phone like that watching. Yeah, football. we always have the football on. Oh my god. The whole God. World Cup was on during World Cup last <laughs> I year. Love yeah. That. yeah. That is incredible. And and also a little kitchen trick, what chefs do, if you don't have speakers, Bluetooth speakers, if you put your phone in like a little metal tin and it just projects oh, the noise. Sound yeah. comes out. Yeah. That is great. See but that noise. perfect screen, move it anywhere. That is perfect. We'll pop that on the on the <laughs> nightcap Twitter and Instagram yeah. pages. Uh, Alex, have you got anything for us? Any little things you just do around one, the one thing I really, really love doing. Just put, just keep a glass in the freezer compartment. So when you pour yourself a beer, it's like it's like, it's like the, you know when you yeah. get a mist on the glass. Ah, oh, yeah. Frosty. Such the, yeah, I think that's a yeah. I need to be more organised to yeah, do that. Yeah, it's about organisation. Yeah. It's so simple, but it is so effective. But it's like something I only yeah. ever get on holiday. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, it's, it's like, amazing on holiday. You're on holiday. You've got one of those. Life is good. That is a fantastic place to end this podcast. Um, thanks again to Gus Bournes for providing us with tonight's nightcap and this beautiful gin fizz. Who's responsible for this downstairs? Uh, Norbert made it, yeah. Norbert. Legend. Yeah, um, you can order straight from the website guzborn.com and simply follow them on Twitter and Instagram at guzborn underscore wine. Uh, wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks for downloading. Um, and thanks so much for the nightcap, Alex. It's been a pleasure having you What here. a wonderful evening. Thanks so much, guys. No, our Brilliant. pleasure. Lovely to family. meet you. Mm. Yeah. Nice Cheers, nice. guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Excellent. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks again for downloading The Nightcap, and if you love listening as much as we love doing it, spread the word and help others find it by leaving a rating and review on iTunes via your podcast app. And for the price of a cup of coffee a month, support the pod on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. We're giving away signed menus from Paul's Michelin Star restaurant on there, as well as that, we're giving you an exclusive opportunity to come and have a meal at Salt before sitting in on a season three recording. 
That's patreon.com forward slash the nightcap. You can also listen again to all eight episodes of season one via your podcast app. And for more content and videos, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the nightcap underscore pod. Enjoy.